The QC Pod is a production of the Queen's Podcast Lab. For more, visit queenspodcastlab.org. This is the QC Pod, a podcast about the people, ideas, and projects that make up the Queen's College community. I'm Joseph Cohen from Sociology. Today, we're going to meet Professor Robin Rogers from the Sociology Department. Professor Rogers is the former director of the Honours Program. She's advised many students about making that application to grad school. We're going to ask her what her best tips are for those of us who want to move forward in our study. Robin Rogers, former director of the Honours College, talking about grad school applications, coming up next. All right, I'm here with Robin Rogers. Hi, Robin. Hi, how are you? Robin is a professor in the sociology department. And Robin, one of uh, Robin's special skills is uh, doing graduate school application advisement. She has uh, a long history of mentoring high performance. Well, why don't I, why don't you tell us your background? Okay. Um, Well, I have in my time at CUNY um, mostly worked with honor students and I've had a tremendous uh, success rate with both honor students and non-honor students in getting them into graduate programs, getting fellowships uh, in one case, uh, getting a student transferred to um, an Ivy League college. uh, And there really are tricks to it. Um, and when I say tricks to it, I don't mean anything that's sort of unethical, uh, but there are strategies that are winning and strategies that aren't. And I find that uh, often students who come into my office are absolutely great candidates, but they don't know how to strategize. And so what I do is I kind of break out the different elements uh, of winning strategies for any kind of application. Um, post under uh, it's a little different getting into an undergraduate program but anything from transfers to fellowships to graduate programs so what are the most common problems that you uh, see when people make these types of applications okay the most common problem that i see is students attempt to appear smart um now they are smart and there's nothing wrong with showing that they're smart but when I say attempt to appear smart, what I mean is they often write applications that mimic the applications of someone coming out of maybe an Ivy League school, who went to a prep school, who all of these things. Um, by definition, they're going to be inferior copies of that because that's what they are. They're inferior copies. So students often look at that and they feel like, oh, I'm not good enough. That's not the case. The case is you're not telling your story. And the first thing I ask students is kind of tell me about you. Tell me about what fascinates you. Tell me about why you're passionate about graduate school. And by the way, if you're not passionate about graduate school, don't go to graduate school. Um, And as we begin to talk about their passions and their lives, their experiences, we create a story, a, a personal statement that really is compelling and is unique. And that's what makes them stand out, not a pale copy of someone else's application, but a really vibrant copy of their own story. So is is the analogy kind of like, imagine that sushi was the popular food 
if all of the restaurants just tried right. making sushi on their menu, some of them wouldn't be good at it, and they should just be making burgers if that's what they're good at. Exactly. Because you don't need to have sushi to get into these schools. That's what I tell students is you need to, you know, really dig into your history um, and your intellectual history, which is a little bit different from your personal history, but they're connected. And, and we can talk about that if you want. It's a little bit complex. It might be better for another another. Yeah, uh, for time. another one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, can I give you a quick example of a student who wasn't telling the right story? Totally, totally. Okay. So I had a student come in and he wanted to transfer to Cornell's hospitality program. Now, uh, Cornell's hospitality program is the number one program in the country for people who want to run restaurants and hotels and resorts incredibly competitive. He had great scores. He had maybe, if not a 4.0, close to it. Everything looked great, great applications. But his application was very boring. He was kind of like, I want to go because you're the best school and I'm a good student. And I thought, okay. So I asked him about his background. And it turns out that his parents own a Chinese restaurant in New York. Mm. And that he had started out working in the back of the restaurant when he was six years old. Mm-hmm. And that he had spent almost every afternoon of his life doing homework in the back of the restaurant and helping in the front. So we crafted an application about how he understands that hospitality is not about the glamour that the guest experiences, but the hard work that goes into producing that. And he was waitlisted. Nice. He was waitlisted. And then he was accepted. And I firmly believe that what tilted the committee was his story that made him a vibrant person who had things to contribute his experience in restaurants that the other students didn't have. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think you're looking for when you're crafting an application. What is it about me and my experience that I bring that someone else doesn't bring? So what are the keys to a successful uh, application Okay, so the keys to a successful application are pretty straightforward. First, you have to get your materials together. Never let a faculty member write an application for you that you haven't already basically written for yourself. By that, I mean, give every person who's recommending you a packet. That packet should include your transcript, maybe your resume, certainly your personal statement. Go ahead and bold the key elements of your personal statement. You want to make it so easy for that professor to write for you. If you did something brilliant in their class, write out what it was. Remind them the name of the paper. Remind them what was brilliant about it. It isn't that these professors are going to sign off on anything. They won't. But if you give them the materials that let them write an incredibly strong and detailed application for you fairly quickly, they're much more likely to do that. So that's one, a package of material for everyone writing for you. Two, you need a coherent story. Every part of your application should speak to every other part of your application. So if you're talking about something in your personal statement, make sure that your recommenders know that that's one of your focus points. Um, If you are going to reference the classes you've taken, maybe you want to talk about how this particular class sparked your interest in this particular topic. So that you're you're showing the interconnections among the recommendations, the transcripts, the personal statements. Finally, your personal statement. First of all, tie it to something in your history, like 
the student who worked in the, his parents' restaurant who wanted to go into hospitality. Never think that your story, and a lot of students do think this, never think that your story is uh, not good enough, hmm. that you aren't from a wealthy Ivy League family and therefore you, you want to hide your background. You don't want to hide your background. Hmm. If you're competitive for a good program and you're not from an Ivy League family, that shows you are just that much more amazing and impressive. Mm-hmm. And uh, and sell that. Like, don't be afraid to sell that. I often have this problem with uh, young women. They don't want to. I'm like, sell it. You know, <laughs> like, I am awesome. I mean, you don't want to go over the top, run it past people. But, you know, make clear that you really are a good candidate. Finally, I think you want to do two things in your personal statement. You want to make sure that you tell people the origins of your interest so that they see that this is not just something you're pulling out for no good reason, that there actually is an intellectual origin and what you're going to do in the world with it. Right. Mm -hmm. So say I became interested in, I'm thinking of another student's application that was successful. I became interested in building community bridges because of my experience with this conflict in my town um, and then I had her, and then she kind of left it at that. I said, okay, but what are you going to do next? And then she said, oh, well, you know, there are lots of, and in her, or in her case in particular, she was interested in Jews in Europe. There are lots of um, issues coming up in communities and how to build communities and how to keep communities vibrant, but separate, but not hostile. I said, bingo. Then you want to say, I want to step into this debate with the information that I've gotten. And ideally, I, you need those two parts, where, you, where, you, where it came from, where it's going. And if you can manage the third, how your particular program, this particular program that I am applying to, is going to help me get from point A, where my interest originated, to point, I guess, C, uh, where I'm going to do good in the world with it. If you can highlight the program's impact on your ability to make good change in the world, you have a winning application. Robin Rogers from the Sociology Department at Queen's College. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You've been listening to the QC Pod, the podcast about all things Queen's College. We're on Twitter at QC Pod and on the web at queenspodcastlab.org slash QC Pod. Our theme music is Lake Monsters, by John Flansburg of They Might Be Giants. I'm Joseph Cohen. Thanks for listening. <laughs>